Welcome back to To The Saints on the radio. Oh, we're not on the radio. It's a podcast. Everybody's favorite podcast, To The Saints. Yes. Woo. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. Connor, yeah. Hey, so this is episode number 101. Yes. We are now in the triple digits. If you... If you like, oh, Harry, you already in triple digits. Well, you missed our 100th episode, which was just last week. Yes. And it is a doozy of an episode. Very yes. serious episode. Yes. One of the most serious we have ever done. <laughs> yes? It's all serious now. No, RC, that's not true. Well, we didn't have a we didn't have a series of clips of that's not true, so-and-so. Yeah. Nope, just now I remembered. Anyway. Uh, before our 200th episode. <laughs> um, okie doke. So today we've got a really great episode lined up for you. Yes. Because we line up all kinds of episodes for you. This is RC. This is Carrie. This is Allison. This is Tyrone. This is Thomas. This is Bridget. This is Andrew. All right. Welcome back to To the Saints. Um, oh, we have a new Google Doc that tells us what we need to say. Uh, the website is tothesaints.com. Uh, be sure to look us up on YouTube. We'll put a link somewhere about that. And also follow us on Instagram. Instagram, yes. 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 And or we did make it to 100 followers before. We did, the 100th episode. episode. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. So now, as I mentioned a moment ago, today's episode stems from a question from a listener. Although when I read this, he didn't really frame it as a question. <laughs> But I took it as a question. Yes, it is a question. A brother in, in a question in the question. The question was, "What are our thoughts on it?" Yes. yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> a brother from Israel. Whoa! Well, this is a global question here today, folks. So he's talking about. He sets it up with. He and his wife attended a conference of home churches in Israel, and the idea, the main thing that he got out that they kept pushing at this conference was multiplication. Mm-hmm. He said once a week they gather at home for a Bible study group and ask five questions. When a group grows to ten, it is necessarily divided by five. If the group does not grow, they change the group leader. He said he was very upset to hear all this. And then he met with some brothers from simple churches in the Ukraine, and he hears about the methods of multiplication again. And so he wanted to, I know that we all want to see saved souls, but so often it becomes a system. I would be very happy to hear in your program what you think of Matthew twenty-eight eighteen through twenty. There's a question. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, as a quick reminder, we'll read Matthew twenty-eight eighteen oh, through thank twenty you, to oh, get good. started. All right. You might you might even start a couple verses before. Start at like sixteen. Let's give them a little okay. extra context I'll to start this. Start at sixteen. Good idea. All right. Great idea. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded, I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. All right, so there you go, saints. Matthew 18. 16 through 20. Matthew yes. 28, 16 through 20. 20 what did I say? 18. Oh, yeah, that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Google knows these things. That's something yes. Andrew said in an episode, mm-hmm. too. 
So did we, did we even say we're, we're reframing the Great Commission? We are reframing the Great Commission. Okay. Okay. You should yeah. say it. Yeah, we're so saints, we're reframing the Great Commission. Mm -hmm. Or what is known as that. Or what is known as the Great Commission. Speaking of that, what is what is mainstream church or what is the kind of a general definition of the Great Commission? Well, we look to the world's leader and resource yes. research wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was fun it's, to look it up what it says what they say? in christ in christianity the great commission is the instruction of the resurrected jesus to his disciples to spread his teachings to all the nations of the world and that's kind of the responsibility of believers according to that definition right yeah we looked at a one denomination's website and it actually said christ's great commission is the call of <laughs> it's why we exist. We are compelled by Jesus' command to make disciples of all nations. Reaching the lost is a cause for which we are willing to go to the ends of the earth. This is no small task. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, to add to that is, from, from my ex experience, I came from a, a denomination. It was an independent Christian church, but it, this was on the walls. I it mean, was. we had it over the missionaries and the picture of the globe. And it probably at one point was a, a great motivation for me to go into missions and to be a missionary. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, it's the reason that we're left here on earth and not mm -hmm. just taken straight up into heaven whenever we're saved. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's we what I something. was taught yeah. um, early on. Right. That we have to. When souls I mean, to Christ. add to that, I think it really was the uh, an understanding or a teaching. It's not true, but it's a teaching that once we who are left here reach all the yep. world, yep, then that. that would usher in and be the, the green light for the Lord to come back. Right. Right. And it wasn't until we did this right. that the Lord could come yet. Yes. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a lot of work for us. Like focused on us. Yeah, how that, that in particular was put to me was that, you know, there's certain prophecies that need to be fulfilled before mm -hmm. the, the second coming, and that's one of them. Okay. And so, until we yeah. do that, mm -hmm. you know, he's definitely not coming until right. then. You know, mm -hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. 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 I mean, what you said makes sense, but what you said doesn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> does that make sense? <laughs> Okay, so today we're talking about this, and I do want to reference, um, we have three articles that yes. we have pulled a lot of our talking points from, and they are at the bottom of our show notes in the post. Mm -hmm. um, you, It would be probably a better way to listen would probably be to read some of those articles or all of them or whatever before listening, so you can kind of So you follow. know that when we reference them. When we reference them, that's about. really what mm -hmm. we're pulling from. Um, so just, that's a good tip yeah, to listen to this episode. Yes. Yes. And with your Bible open. <laughs> right? <laughs> always. Sure. It's always. open over there, but it doesn't have to be in front yeah, of you. Mine is always <laughs> open right next to me when I, when I speak. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Well, speaking of uh, Scripture and having your Bible open, so that you know, saints, there is a difference um, in in Scriptures. There, there are some that are what we consider uh, time-bound scriptures, you know, and there are some that we consider timeless scriptures, timeless. 
Um, in previous episodes, we have mentioned that while all scripture is beneficial to all people in all times, every passage does not affect us the same way. Some passages are time-bound, meaning they were intended for the audience at that time, and it would not be appropriate for us today to assume they apply to us in the same way. And just a hot button for you, one of those is women should be silent in church. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a, that was a very time-bound, yes. specific passage uh-huh. of Scripture. Solution to mm-hmm. a problem. Yeah. And so we're going to present to you, talk, talk uh-huh. today about the idea that Jesus talking to these disciples and commissioning them in this way was very time-bound. Yes. Time-bound. Time-person-bound. Yeah. Time-person-bound. Time-person-bound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah, so in uh, Matthew 28, verses, was it 16 through 20 or something like that? It was. That's what it was. Um, we see Jesus is actually talking to people in front of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he doesn't have anybody else in mind in the future in regards to what he's saying to them. He's talking to the 11 or 12, whatever number you think it is in regards to yeah, we're not, um, his disciples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's addressing them and telling them, I have all authority in heaven and earth. Right. I completed the work. Therefore, I'm sending you guys that are hearing, that are in front of me, that I'm looking at, pointing at, talking at, whatever he is he's doing, out to preach the gospel. And so this great commission that we've kind of taken and made the mm-hmm. the flagship mission yes. of the yes. church yeah. was actually for these people, these brothers who were before Jesus in front of him. It was their specific assignment in a time when Jesus is taking the seed of the gospel in its embryonic state Mm -hmm. and going to expand it to this great increase that we, of course, see today. But it started out with something small in this group. And so Mm -hmm. that's that's the commission is more of an apostolic commission uh, or just a, a sending of the twelve. Yeah. To, to preach the gospel of the kingdom, to be witnesses of Jesus mm-hmm. in Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the world mm-hmm. in their lifetime. And then there would be a heritage of that carried on. We'll get to that a little bit later. Right. Yeah. right. And I'm glad you said like in their lifetime because it wasn't like immediately that they all no. dispersed right. and went. Yeah. Which we would, it seems surprising for me to uh, have that understanding to me because I'm like, oh, they should have just gone. Like, Reach the world right then. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And no, they didn't necessarily go on a right. all out. And also, having a further understanding of where some of this mindsets come from, we don't start seeing this more until you see like Dwight L. Moody and yeah. some different people mm-hmm. who um, were starting these evangelistic campaigns and yeah. um, really promoting this. Yeah. Yeah. Up until then, it wasn't yes. considered the Great Commission. Which was when? What, the 1800s? The late, 1800s. The late 19th yes. century? Second so. Great Awakening. Yes. Like that. Right, where evangelism got put on the forefront mm-hmm. in the spotlight, and that was the church's goal, responsibility, duty, you know, right. where it got brought into to being. Yeah, the three articles that Carrie mentioned earlier will be helpful if you want more information about the history of how we went from one thing that the church thought for a long time regarding him speaking to those people about a specific thing and to what is commonly believed today. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It does well in bringing that to light. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that this has done since this has happened is it's created this um, meeting the Christian um, conversion quota. Yeah. (laughs) 
I'm sure all of us are familiar, if you're yeah. in church at any length of time, um, that you have a duty as a Christian to share at the gospel with at least one person. Well, I, I thought at it was least two. every day. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Whatever sure. they put it on you, you know, but they do yeah. put this. Th- so now that's the goal. If this is the quota you need to meet yep. and you will be shamed into it. You'll be guilted into it and made to feel bad if you don't do it. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Meeting that conversion quota. Um, and that's that's not the Lord. No. Well, it became a measure for the growth of the church. Yep. How many baptisms have there been or in mm-hmm. um you know how many how many churches have you planted and so the goal has been this uh we can quantify that right yes yeah. we can measure that right and quantitative data control that. Yeah. yes mm-hmm. right that's how we measure our success right but yeah. that's also how christians started measuring their worth and their purpose and mm-hmm. their meaning yes yeah. how well am i doing this if i'm not measuring up right. i'm not meeting we my like quota. To have mm-hmm. And we think the Lord thinks that way about yeah. us too. That's the damage we that like it's done. We like to have those measuring devices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. I read, pray, read my Bible, <laughs> witness to somebody. Yes. <laughs> L- listen like, to the saints. <laughs> oh, well, that's all every day. All <laughs> <laughs> that one's not hard. <laughs> well, I remember having conversations with, with other believers that where I felt inferior. And yes. so I would try to inflate my numbers when I knew I hadn't spoken to anybody mm-hmm. about Jesus mm-hmm. in a month I'd be like oh no I've I've talked to at least a dozen people last week and you know just because I wanted to measure up with how I was perceiving from them this this judgment if you will of yeah mm-hmm. duty leads you into law mm-hmm. yes <laughs> and law there's death yeah when we were in West Africa we'd get a little yes. form one of our supporting churches would yep. send where we had to fill yep. out how many converts we had that month how many new churches wow. you know different things and so they they were using that to evaluate if they should continue supporting yep. us financially or yep. not. Yes. It was based like off that. Our support was based off of that. Sounds like that sales. One group. Yeah. Yeah. Sales. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We felt like sales. Exactly. Like we yeah. had to sell like ourselves. Sales. And that is um, I, one of the reasons that the gospel has become so cheap because mm-hmm. you have to cheapen it to get more people to accept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not an easy gospel. It costs you your life. Mm-hmm. And so we cheapen it because we need to have these numbers. And then yeah. we have people who think that they've come into something they haven't come into right <laughs> yes because that's terrible that that, yeah. that <laughs> right it is that could lead to a podcast we have coming up in a w- couple of weeks on financial freedom but it has to do with finances mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. like yeah. they're talking about if they're not doing so many converts we're going to stop supporting them yes. they're not worth the support uh, our money yeah because we want our money to bring in yeah. converts for christ i mean they may not have said that directly but that's exactly no what they're saying yeah. Yeah. right mm-hmm. yep i heard a missionary talking one time in that same vein where if basically if, if one of the people she associated with was like sneezing and she said, God bless you, we, she would like be like, yeah, I really helped uh, heal that person. <laughs> <from> that. Amen. <laughs> Man, my numbers could have been even better. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. I thought it was very interesting to learn that nowhere in the New Testament epistles to the churches, there it is spoken about evangelizing. Right. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, if you really look for you. Yeah. Some things you assume are there. I know I, w- I went through a study one time where I actually was looking for how many times people pray for the lost mm. in yeah. the New Testament. And it is it was amazing to me how seldom th- there is mm-hmm. prayers for the lost. Jesus mm-hmm. said to um, when he was praying in John 17 that the world will know 
but that was in uh, as a consequence of the, his prayer for the church. Right. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Almost all, and maybe all of Paul's prayers in his letters were for the church. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And Gia said, um, pray for workers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yes. the harvest is full, so pray for workers. So Amen. this whole, I mean, I was telling this to a friend of mine, and he's like, Thomas, it's, 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 you're basically saying to not pray for the Great Commission. <laughs> and uh, I was like, well, I'm just telling you what scripture is. Right. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of those, those denominations that really push the quotas and stuff, mm-hmm. they're very, at least they say they're very biblical, but yep. I've never heard anyone, anyone talk about how so few prayers for the unbelievers there is in the New Testament. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, but they, I had to find, I had to find it by when Paul was speaking before the one official or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think he, he, Felix? he, he heavily, yeah, maybe Felix, he, he heavily implies that he prayed or like it, it, it would make sense for him to have prayed about that meeting when he's trying to convert that official, mm-hmm. but actually doesn't even say that, but I'm sure he probably yeah. did. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, something to think about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another interesting thing that I, I thought kind of stuck out to me was many institutional leaders today will argue fiercely that that not all Christians are called to be teachers or pastors, but everyone's called to be an evangelist. Huh. And it's interesting because we we False. know that people yeah <laughs> people False. are called. To, um, now, there's just this double standard. So mm-hmm. you're, oh no, you're you're a teacher, you're a shepherd, um, you're a prophet. You're, and it's like no, <laughs> we have all these. I mean, it's like we we redefine things based on what we're looking for, what we're trying mm-hmm. to get at. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think I feel like the Great Commission, the heart behind it, is that evangelistic mindset, mm-hmm. and we've taken one function in mm-hmm. the entire body of the Lord and made it put it on everybody else to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've made it the focus. The focus. The, 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 the one in goal. In goal. goal. Yeah. Right. And put it on. And then put it on everybody. It's like when you discover you're able to do something in the Lord, like maybe encourage people. It just comes naturally to you and the Lord and gives you things. You think every, and you wonder why everybody else is not doing it. And then you start putting it on everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's like a body de- deciding that the, the whole purpose of the body is to smell things. Yeah. And now every part of the body <laughs> is supposed to be smelling things. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that's, and I mean, literally only my nose can smell things. <laughs> right. Yeah, my Paul, eyes Paul, can't smell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paul you, my ears like can't that smell. Too. Like, it's just nonsense. Right. I just and think so of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, he says, yeah, he says if the whole body is an eye, where would the, the smelling be or the tasting yeah. be or all the other things? So yeah. It's a, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. So we've really kind of inflated one function mm-hmm. and made it mm-hmm. the function a law mm-hmm. yeah on everybody else right with, with how it's been defined it. so far yeah, yeah how it's been defined so mm-hmm. far yes right i mean i've heard that quote and i'm gonna totally butcher it it's not even come close but it's essentially about kids and learning in school and it's to the effect of you know of course a fish is gonna feel stupid mm-hmm. when yes. he's grown up being told he's supposed to fly. Albert Einstein. Yeah. Yes, oh, Albert Einstein. Something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm Judge not even a fish it by right. how it climbs a tree. There it is. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. you go. Um, and so, no wonder so many believers. I didn't even come close to getting the right, did I? <laughs> I got the fish. I got the fish. Um, <laughs> the fish um, can't fly. Yeah. That's, that's what we're trying to well, tell you. I knew you guys. it was something that they couldn't <laughs> do, but anyway. Um, but so many believers live their lives in shame and condemnation. Yes. 
because they're being told they're supposed to be doing something they're not equipped to do. They haven't been given the gift of evangelism to do it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's. You ready? Everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. Yeah, it, that's yeah. the point. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so sad. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and, and along with that, guilt and condemnation is the idea that um, evangelism, we, we, have it, we have narrowed it down into such a um, like small idea that it's this one thing that has to have this one result. And if that one result doesn't happen, mm-hmm. and especially if it doesn't happen quickly, I was just thinking immediately. Um, yeah. then we're falling short, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. ultimately the, you know, the, the goal is to turn the saved or the lost into the saved. Yes. Like that conversion yes. is the one goal. And um, there are the expression of Christ that draws the lost is so vast and varied and creative and I mean you just have to listen to people's testimonies and you hear all the different ways yeah, that he has drawn for sure. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and sometimes over time. Like yeah. it's not even that first touch with the Lord, but it's these touches mm-hmm. over and mm-hmm. over and over mm-hmm. again with the Lord before you see anything. Um, and it made me think of a quote that I actually saw online the other day and screenshotted it because I loved it. And it said, the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think I used that in my book from that quote. Huh. Mm. Oh, there you go. There mm. you go. Oh, what book is that, R.C.? Oh, the seed of the ki- seeds oh. of the kingdom. No, yes. you're right. The seed of the kingdom. The seed of the kingdom. Bottle shop. The seed of the kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> By... Famed author, <laughs> <laughs> renowned. Yes, renowned. <laughs> In his own mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. Great, great, great. Mm-hmm. Frank Viola says, sharing Christ was and is a spontaneous thing that issues forth from one's life in Christ and his or her love for others. Yeah. Like, and that can be just like we can love our children and our spouses and our brothers and sisters in so many different ways. Yes. The same is true for the Lord um, and that expression of it. Yes. Yeah, even in discussing this um, this topic this past week, there's a particular uh, coworker of mine who uh, has opened up to me um, after working with her for eight months, and uh, I've realized that we haven't had any pretty serious conversations recently. And so earlier in this week, I, I prayed for an opportunity to, mm-hmm. you know, um, for, you know, evangelizing or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and so, so Friday, the office was really uh, quiet and just something happened where it was just made sense for she and I to talk. And uh, we got fairly um, personal. And, and one, one of the things I told her was like, look, you have value. You add mm-hmm. value to me. You add value to this company. Like I was, I was being the lower to her, mm-hmm. you know, because she has, you know, well, I won't get into that, but she, she mm-hmm. that's a message she needs to hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, and so, you know, that conversation was just, you know, one link in the chain of her mo- possibly coming to know the Lord, you know? Yeah. I mean, I didn't ask her to make you say it. Sure. Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry if that, that, I don't know if no, that came out. No, I mean. No, yeah. Yeah. perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, there's, the saints, people are watching, and when we react differently than the world reacts to situations, that kind of stands out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, and in the workplace where we're with people mm-hmm. on a regular basis and experiencing different things, our reaction, our words, how how we um, interact with each other, um, a lot of times does stand out. And coworkers may ask, "Are you are you a Jesus follower?" Or they they know. <laughs> and um, those are opportun- those are times of encouraging encouragement, mm-hmm. but they're also opportunities to um, develop those relationships too as thomas was yes just open to and aware of and took that opportunity so that's really encouraging yeah mm-hmm. and in the sharing of his life and his love and this goes back to just a few minutes ago when we were talking about how it feels like sales yeah isn't so that they'll be saved right mm-hmm. but that's what we have been conditioned to to think that's that's kind of the operating mo that we've grown up in um and i think about like John says that had he written down, I think it's John, one mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. gospel writers said, had he written down everything that Jesus did, like yep. the books of the Let's world go. could not contain it, right? Right. right? right. But yet, I mean, the reality of that then is that there were people who were miraculously touched and healed in some way by Jesus Christ and still did not choose him. Right. Yes. Yep. yes. Mm-hmm. Most yep. of them. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So his numbers and may so not have been that great either. <laughs> Twelve out of what? That wasn't his purpose. <laughs> exactly. Right? That wasn't his MO. Yes, yes. Jesus came to seek and save the lost. <laughs> but um, it wasn't like this sort of sleazy, I don't know. It just feels mm-hmm. so underhanded yeah. when it's like, it's like you don't even really care about the person. Right. It's just this number I have to get, this thing I have to do. Um, versus when we really can just be that expression of the Lord mm-hmm. to the world and let the response to it be whatever the response to it is going to be. Yeah. 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 Do you know that person, are you becoming friends with that person out of a fear or an obligation? Right. right. Or out of love? Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. yeah as, as, as we look to Christ, we're going to smell like him mm-hmm. more. Right. Mm-hmm. And in Corinthians says, uh, to some, it's going to smell like fragrance, and yeah. to some, it's going to smell like, death. you know, death. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. pursue the Lord. We, you know, He emanates off of us. Some will be drawn, some mm-hmm. will be repelled. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and yeah. that's okay. Right. I mean, it's not a multi-level marketing plan. It's not a multiplication thing that we're promoting. It's a a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a life. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. They're not meeting your evangelistic program. Right. They're meeting a person. Mm-hmm. And they're going to know the difference when a program is being met first. Yes. Or a person. Well, yeah. I remember we when as, as a church in Gainesville, we started, we, we broke into the smaller groups. Mm-hmm. And some of us were going down to Bo Diddley. Mm-hmm. Uh, a park downtown. Yeah, the yeah. square or whatever, to visit minister with the homeless. Uh, and they would say, you guys aren't like the other people. Yeah that come here because yep. you know we just came and shared food and just talked as we didn't yeah. we, we didn't, didn't make them agenda. sit through a certain speech or anything before to they got to eat or, or anything like that's that so messed, yeah right that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i remember <laughs> had a conversation with the pastor at california who who took over this church and they had for years like 20 years earlier started some flag football thing around thanksgiving uh, just a a flag football tournament and he said citywide citywide it was like a really big deal yeah and they were still trying to keep it going and he was so he, you could tell he was there was no life behind this mm-hmm. anymore that it had served its season and was gone but mm-hmm. but it was a thing they were trying to keep going and he said the biggest thing was 
the, their halftime at halftime because they, they had done this because it was an evangelistic event because at halftime they would share the gospel message mm. at the halftime of these games and then the games would continue again you know and so it was all about saving these preaching the gospel to these souls <laughs> at halftime during this flag football thing <laughs> and it was just you could tell it was a, a thing sure, for right. them I mean that's the what means to what end right mm-hmm. I think or yeah I right. mean basically wha- are we is it this halftime uh, presentation mm-hmm. this uh, this duty that we feel of a multiplication mm-hmm. uh, this this program that we have that's going to um, convert all these people and to grow our our building mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. <laughs> our church right. or is it contrast that with <laughs> Contrast that with. Do you want to actually read that quote? I like how they, yeah. they specifically, even though two different people wrote it. I want to say something right oh, before that. No, go which ahead. quote are you talking about? On down to what means to what end. I, I really see that. I want to also point out just because we've been talking about that condemnation you can live under, and I really like John. I'm not yeah. going to read his quote. I was going to read it, but yeah. then Andrew skipped ahead. No, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> no, okay. I didn't know where we were. No, <laughs> no, no, you're fine. <laughs> you're Thirty fine. minutes already. Yeah, we have not been. No, 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 we have not attention. been. Whatever, but I wanted to make sure it's attached to what we said. Mm-hmm. And and you're more than welcome to say it if you wanted to. I was going to say John's in. He says, "Does mm-hmm. Father want us to constantly feel guilty about not fulfilling something?" Or does he desire for the life of his son to come to expression through us? Mm -hmm. The son he has put his seal upon. The son he has told us to hear in all life. Father delights in his son. Isn't that where our delight should be? Yeah. Definitely. And that, you know, to sit in condemnation or to sit in guilt is actually goes against the thing that you are now in Christ. And therefore, there is no condemnation. So Mm -hmm. why... Why allow something to be put on you that's causing that? Yeah. There, it doesn't exist in Christ, and there's no reason for that to continue. And, and what I'm saying is the Father is saying that to, through the Son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In his Son, there's no condemnation. So the Father is saying something different than what's being preached. Yeah. So yeah. what's true is what the Father is saying, not what's being preached. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Right. So we have to go with what the true reality is and not what's being t- said. And yeah. And Allison, you have the qu- quote here with, Frank Viola about the Ecclesia, which is really good. Yes, yes. He says, in the first century, the greatest evangelist was the Ecclesia of God. Yeah. A close-knit community of believers that loved Jesus, showed him forth by their life together, took care of one another, and served others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in one of the articles, um, maybe, that we have, was talking about how the Romans were talking about the Christians. They, they help the poor. They help their own, but they they, yeah. they do a better job than anything we have going on mm-hmm. as far as um, serving each other, caring for each other's needs. Mm-hmm. And that was just this, um, what we're saying, this close community is is shocking the world. <laughs> it's yeah. like, wow, what's going on over there? It was an outflow of their life together in yeah. Christ. Right. It wasn't... Yes that was their goal right. and mission. Exactly. It was, we had been spending time with the Lord, so that love is going to just spill out. Mm-hmm. It couldn't help it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, if you want to find an evangelistic scripture in the New Testament, you look at Acts 2, when they were meeting together, yep. house to house, whatever, mm-hmm. and they added to their numbers daily. Mm-hmm. But it didn't say they were out preaching certain things to add to their numbers. It also said the Lord added to their numbers yes. daily. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Amen. Lord, mm-hmm. yes. Lord added. Anyways. It's him that's building this church. We're yeah. going to get to that. Sure. We're going to get to that. But that was a good conversation about means to an end, especially when it talks about who's who's getting what here in this mm-hmm. deal. 
Right. I mean, Brother Milt, in one of the, in the articles, he says, leading people to the Lord is a means to God's end. He doesn't just want living stones lying around the landscape. He wants a house, a city, a dwelling place where he can express himself, rule, and multiply his life. Yes. It's exciting. And so, yeah. So listen to part two, Ooh. where we get to get into God's end. Yes. In yes. all of this. So don't just listen to this part. Yeah. I'm serious. Please, please, <laughs> please. Yes, please continue. Part two. If, and now would be a great time to read through those articles so that yep. next week's podcast will, yep. you know, you'll have a grid to put it in. Yeah. Yes. A grid. Yes. Right. Framework. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All it. Because we're reframing this. Yes. So we're giving you a whole new framework to look at. Yeah. Right. Amen. All right, Saints, to the saints.com. Listen to all of our hundred other episodes. This is number 101. Next week, we're going to come back with part two of reframing the Great Commission, or as one brother called it, the Great Assumption. <laughs> yes. Um, we'll get to that, too, I'm sure. Hey, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We're there. Yes. We said yes. it all. Good. <laughs> Real life. Um, five, five, five. My name is RC. This is Carrie. This is Alice. This is Tyrone. Thomas. This is Bridget. Andrew. <laughs> hey, see you guys again next week. <laughs> <laughs>